0: lovely listeners. I'm Z, And I'm Ash. And welcome back to Mistakes in the Making podcast. Basically, our best attempt at being adults recorded and broadcasted to you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I hope all of you are having a lovely holiday and it's all going well. I know that Christmas should be a time of love and joy, and people really should count their blessings and think about the things that they are grateful for. Mm -hmm. Well, Ashna and I aren't Christians, so we don't have to do any of that. Instead, we're coming on this podcast to rant about the things that piss us off. (laughs) Basically, our biggest pet peeves. So, let's jump right into it. What annoys the fuck out of you, Ashna. Ah, okay so the first thing that comes to mind is like you know when you're on a
1: lift and it opens and someone's standing right in front of you or like when it opens and you're trying to get out and they're standing in front of you and like they don't make space and then you do like this awkward like shuffle with them I absolutely hate that it's like just, just let the doors open, make space for me to exit, make space for me to come in and we're all good. Like I don't want to be like smelling you. I don't want to be in your face.
0: Like it's too, it's too closed for comfort. Oh, I hate that. Especially like if it's like an elevator to the gym and people are like coming down and they're like sweaty and oh, gross. I can't, and like you're just standing like a foot away from them. Honestly, elevator etiquette should be a thing. Honestly, Loki, the best part of COVID is the fact that you have a legitimate excuse to, like, make people stay away from you.
1: Yeah, like, you side me, ja little please.
0: I know you've also said on one occasion in, like, a very early episode of our podcast that you don't like it when people, like, don't social distance in an airport queue.
1: Oh, yeah, Mm, I hate it. And, you know, just generally cues, like when people like push up behind you and I'm like, please don't like hump me. Like, I don't know what this is. Like, this is I don't if I can smell a person that I don't know because they're like close to me. I don't like it. That's
0: like in my space, dude. I get that. Like, that's my first point. My biggest, like, pet peeve is people that don't respect my personal space. Like, Uh, legitimately, airports, people are, like, shoving each other. Like, you know, when you're sitting on the plane and you guys land and then suddenly they're like, okay, please wait till, you know, the seatbelt sign is off. And then the minute the seatbelt sign goes off, everyone Mm -hmm. just gets up and starts shoving each other. And I'm like, okay they're gonna make us sit here for like five minutes just calm the fuck down would you and like it's like okay what is this extra 10 seconds really going to cost you you're still gonna have to stand there and wait till the door actually opens
1: yeah also like on the tube or like subway as you guys say in america um you know people that just stand like way too close for comfort and when they have smelly pits and like they put their (laughs) arms up and you know (laughs) You know that they know that they have smelly pits because if you can smell them, they can smell them. And I'm like, at least just like put it down, like hold on to something
0: else. Dude, you know, I genuinely question if people can smell their own B.O. I feel like I don't think people can. I think you can smell other people's B.O. but never your own. Really? Like, that's my theory. Because how would you explain it? Oh, God, I'm going to have to ask people how (laughs) I smell now. (laughs) (laughs) no but like that's my theory because like how else could people like live their life with BO? you know i guess like friends of ours and stuff like people who we meet on the reg who (laughs) we know for a fact can afford deodorant and don't like how else do you think they live with themselves true true oh god okay what's your next pet peeve
1: okay this is like super random but like i hate when people don't remove like air out of ziplocs when they're shutting it It's like, you know, when they're like sealing it and then you leave like just the last inch and then you remove all the air out. So it's like nice and like vacuum packed. So whatever inside like stays like minted fresh. Mm. But like people just think it's like a fucking lace packet and leave air. I absolutely hate it. I will redo it. Like I will let it be there. Let the person go. I'll open the Ziploc, remove the
0: end, like seal it. I can't well, see at least you have the like kindness to let them go and then you redo it like imagine if you just read it in front of their face I do let that know how much-
1: <laughs> to like my mom and my friends I'll be like no this is not the right way like ziploc etiquette should be a thing now I
0: I feel no I'm I'm so extra. I feel like you need to like study Ziploc etiquette, and then make a class out of that. Like you know how that sounds. Like there are those finishing schools where women go to learn how to become good hostesses at parties. (laughs) Like it makes as much sense as Ziploc etiquette. Let's be real. Oh my god, and I can print
1: pamphlets. Yeah, I'm so excited, and like stand on the road, be like, do you know about Ziploc etiquette? And like hand out all this shit. Obviously, when COVID's (laughs) done. But okay, I'm excited.
0: Okay, if like. If 10 people message us on Instagram, we will have Ashna do a reel on Ziploc Etiquette. <laughs> I'm dead serious. And I I know 10 is very low, but I want this to happen. So That's why I made it like purposely low. I'm so down
1: though. What a treat. What a treat. <laughs> yeah.
0: So DM us on Instagram being like Ziploc Etiquette with like seven exclamations. And that's how we know you want this. Oh, God. Okay. okay. What's your second one? I mean... This probably won't happen now because of COVID. But you know when you're in an exam and you're in an exam hall and everyone is just a meter apart and you're like really focusing and it's so quiet, you can hear the clock tick. Yeah. It's ticking in a nice rhythmic fashion. But then suddenly someone disturbs it by you're going... (coughs) And I'm like, excuse me, could you choose a better time to cough up your lungs, please? I'm trying to fucking focus. That really pisses me off. Or people... Oh, even worse. People who are like, you know, just doing the exam next to you and you're like doing it and suddenly suddenly they just go. (laughs) And I'm like, okay so you need to blow your nose, but you're purposely sucking it in. And then Uh every five minutes they like basically snort up their phlegm. And I'm like, just blow your nose once and for all instead of making me go through (laughs) this hell every five minutes for the next two hours. Fair enough. But like how to blame people because like
1: stress and like stress makes you get a cold because low immunity and all um excuse me i didn't like do that but also okay i feel like i'm defending myself because i <laughs> used to be like the loud ass sneezer in exams like for no bloody reason but a sneeze is okay it's once in a while sniffling it means you're actively like okay
0: fair fair that is quite annoying and then you can like hear their phlegm you, yeah like, like, like sneeze once in the exam sure go sad. for it blow your nose once and like get it over with this is like delaying that you yeah, know that's and true it just oh it pisses me off or people That's who like true. cough a lot like just take a cough drop take medicine <laughs> don't be this kind of a person oh medicine makes me drowsy Ugh, fuck off <laughs> what's your next pet peeve and sorry about that rant i got so triggered <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay,
1: my next one is like smelly food in confined public spaces, and I am a very like proud good Jew. Not like not gonna lie, don't get me wrong. Like I am proud of my community and their food, but like when those theplas come out at like <laughs> you, I mean I know it's like a stereotype, but it's fucking true because I just. I mean, I love, I love food, all kinds of food. But if if you're in like a closed space where other people can smell your food, like surely you should be like a bit conscious of that because no one wants to smell it. If you're
0: in an airplane where the air is recycled, Honestly, honestly. I fully agree with that. Um, along the same lines, you know how you don't like smelly foods in confined spaces? Mm -hmm. I have something similar, but it might be a little bit more sinister. I don't like babies crying in small spaces. Yeah, fair. Oh my god, dude. Once I was on an elevator with this lady and her baby, and the elevator got stuck, and the baby started to cry, and I just knew I had done something very wrong, and karma was, like, punishing me. (laughs) But yeah, I thought it would be like an hour, but it was just 20 minutes, but it felt like 20 hours, so you know what?
1: No, but the real karma is going to be like when we have kids and they start crying in public spaces. And we know how other people are feeling, but like sometimes you can't help it. Like a
0: kid wants to cry, they're just going to cry. Like I get very annoyed with that. But like at the same time, I understand that it's not the parents fault. Like there's nothing that they can do. Yeah, But it's like, it's not our kids. so. (laughs) You know, I had this teacher that like scarred me and the rest of my friends a little bit by asking us a very mad question in the middle of class he was just kind of like okay let's talk about ethics and dilemmas and we're like yeah sure tell us about the you know the train crossing would you like switch if there was one person that you loved on one track or three Mm -hmm. people you didn't know on the other track would you switch it to kill three people that you don't know or and save the one person you love it was like I thought it was that kind of stuff instead he told us imagine you're in a bunker in Nazi Germany and you're Mm -hmm. with a group of Jewish people And you all know that there are Nazis on the other side of the door. And your baby starts to cry. Would you kill it? Right? This is a teacher. This was at like 10 (laughs) o'clock in the morning. What would you do? Dude, I don't fucking know. This is just so wild. Like... First of all, we were all just 16 and we had to basically rationalize having a child and then for some reason Nazis being like after you and like you're in a bunker with all these people and if you're, your child is on the verge of crying and you have to make a decision if you want to like kill it or not and I was like i just make someone else kill it because I want to live and I can make another baby but another baby can't make like me a parent God. but I don't know what was so <gasps> stupid. And I think the reason why he did this was to prove that men would say kill and women would say no no i wouldn't kill but instead Uh the boys were like 50 50 split but the girls were like yeah we'd kill we'd have to do it and he was like oh god what have i done this wasn't like the point of this experiment (laughs) i love it was bad it was a bad question
1: also zara has your
0: answer really changed i don't
1: know i don't
0: like to think about these questions because like i don't want to like kill my kid
1: fair fair yeah it's just like stuff its face for like five minutes yeah
0: but also like, just give it some cheese. What teacher asked that so early That's in the so morning? True. And I was like, oh my That's god, so the things true. that I had to do in school. But okay. Preparing you for life. Where? Mm-hmm. What life? When are Nazis <laughs> coming to India? <laughs> okay, your, your next pet peeve. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Um. this is very, like, auntie of me. But, like, when people are late or make me run late when i'm waiting for them and i get so like anal about it because if someone says i'll be there in 10 minutes i'll calculate 10 so if it's like 4:33, i'll go down like to the lift outside my house at 4 43 and if they're not there it annoys the fuck out of me like don't make me wait like give me the exact time And like literally my boyfriend, like our first date before we started dating, he was like coming to pick me up for dinner and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I'll be there in five. So I calculated exactly five minutes and I was like waiting for him downstairs. And he came two minutes late and my face was like filled with like anger because I was like, how can you? Like I got dressed up. I'm so punctual. Like you should be here early. And he's never been late after that. He wow. knows that like he's gonna get that face again. So he'll come super early and then call me down. I'm like, okay, this this system works for me. Really like laying the law on the first date. Yeah, my <laughs> face, bro. Like,
0: you know my face when it gets bitchy. Oh, I mean, I've never experienced it, but I've heard. <laughs> I love that because, you know, we've spoken previously about how people pretend or, like, compromise at, in the initial stages of dating. Yeah. But it kind of, like, fucks things up. But, like, no, you were, like, yourself. And also, wow. I like that. Yeah. That is Dude, good.
1: honestly, like, if he couldn't be punctual, then would we work out long term? I don't know. But <laughs> he... He manned up and he's punctual for
0: me. That, that's true love. Good on you, Ashna's boyfriend, really. Like, you understood something was great and you did what you could. And now look at you, you're winning in life. You better be listening to this. He listens to every single episode and he gives us marks. <laughs> and that just reminds me of Twinkle Khanna and Akshay Kumar. Like, remember when Coffee with Karan, they were like, oh my God, he yeah, like rates every episode yeah. out of 10. Sometimes he gives six on 10. And I'm like, wow, I like this. <laughs> so sometimes like it genuinely hurts and we're like, okay, we should do better next time. Ashna's boyfriend didn't love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. But yeah, what's your next point? Um. Okay, so this is really basic, but I feel like I need to bring it up. People who uh-huh. eat with weird slurpy eating noises, like, uh, okay. And I'm like, stop it. What are you doing? And it blows my mind that ASMR channels basically monetize on my biggest pet peeve like people actively will like watch this like there are videos where people just like go and eat like ramen or something like that or eat pizza or anything and they get like 10 million views and i'm like what this is madness like i tried watching one of the videos three seconds in and like the first like sound happened and i was like oh no fuck this i'm out oh my god no please stop you can't do this to me right now Ashna we're not this is mm. okay for the sake of our partnership (laughs) okay what's your last pet peeve
1: okay this is like a bit intense but like you know people who say they're going to do something and don't like you know false promises or like flakiness or anything and like I'm just like, lack of responsibility and like accountability is like my biggest problem with people. And I hate it. Like, don't tell me you're gonna do something if you're not gonna do it. Like, tell me you're not gonna do it, I'll be fine, you know?
0: Yeah, you'd rather just have them be upfront with you. Yeah, it's like, I don't
1: want like the false promises, don't like promise me something and like make me like expect things, you know? Then I hate like when I have an expectation that I'm like let down. So I'd rather, like, in the first place, like, tell me the reality of it. And then I'll expect that much out of you, you know? Yeah,
0: because it is the form of lying when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and Ashna definitely has a problem with liars. (laughs) I do. Wait, if you were to title your autobiography, would it be, I have a problem with liars? (laughs) Probably. Probably that would definitely be a chapter though like
1: a full (laughs) like the thickest one like I could go on and on I just I
0: can't what would the title of your autobiography be though
1: whoa I feel like this is a very coffee with Karan question and you're getting it because we just spoke about it (laughs) and I'm thinking I kind of liked what Twinkle picked like I think she picked Miss Bussy Pants and I really like that so
0: I'm gonna steal hers but what about you Someone told me that my autobiography should be titled Compromise on Sleep. (laughs) And that is just my life, isn't it? That's so true. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Anyways. um, Mm -hmm. So my biggest pet peeve, and this is my serious one, is Mm -hmm. people that argue just for the sake of arguing. And I often find that this happens when a woman gives a really valid point at the dinner table in conversation Mm -hmm. and she's right and people know it I feel like sometimes men just feel the need to argue and be like wait but no what about this unrelated factor that you've never thought about but is somehow related you know
1: yeah because a woman can't be right exactly I, I know I see that with like our parents generation also like you know when they're all like chilling and then you hear like the men being like oh but no I think and it just like doesn't make sense and it's like or sometimes they'll just like repeat what you said because, like, they want to sound like, you know, they were right and you said something wrong.
0: Yeah. You just, like, like oh. you could literally say, oh, climate change is real. The Mm -hmm. ice caps are melting, polar bears are dying. And then someone would just be like, wait, but if it is really that bad, then why is Delhi having its coldest winter forever? Like in since 1998. Exactly.
1: Or they'd be like, no, I don't think so. What's actually happening is that like, the polar bears, whatever, ice caps, whatever, and climate change is real. And then it's literally like, but I just said that, and you disagreed and said the same thing.
0: Yeah, just, it's ugh. just, oh, mm-hmm. it's it's so annoying. So these are my top five pet peeves, but I had, like, a runner-up, mm-hmm. and that was people that really believe in conspiracy theories, like... It blows my mind sometimes (laughs) that, like, well-educated people that I know really, like, just believe in such wild conspiracy theories. And also, people need to understand that just because you read a book on it doesn't mean it's right. Like, the literary industry is dying. Mm -hmm. Publishing houses will give anyone a book deal even really wacky conservative right-wing people because they know it'll sell yeah so like yeah like people who believe in like the Rothschilds conspiracy I'm just like oh my god this is mm. a fucking thing dude even
1: like flat earthers oh god like and like the spread of fake news and like I just, I can't, I mean, we saw this on the social, what was it? The social dilemma. dilemma.
0: Dude, you know, like, literally, there was a point Mm. like, when, like, Logan Paul would literally hop onto anything just because he knew it would make a good video, and he made, like, a quote-unquote documentary on why the earth is flat or some shit like that. Mm. And, uh, he's just such an attention whore, it's not even funny. Oh my god, did I tell you? Yeah. He's doing Mm. a fight against, guess who? Who? (laughs) Floyd Mayweather. It's actually confirmed. It's happening in feb
1: oh god i can't believe he won his last one who didn't logan paul win his last match with that guy no that was jake paul that was jake paul oh that was jake dude they're the same person i can't i can't but
0: why we honestly why are we giving them our time of day fair enough they're pretty shit. So, I was on Instagram yesterday and my friend sent me a really jarring post. Remember Winx Club, the beloved TV show that we'd watch as kids?
1: Yes!
0: Oh my god, yes! It's being revived No way! as like a Riverdale-esque show and I am shook it. Like, I'm sending you this meme, just check it out on Instagram.
1: Ooh, oh my god, this looks so
0: good. Wait, really?! It looks awful. I feel like, I don't know, I loved the Archie comics back in the day. And I loved the Archie show. It was so nice and wholesome. And then the concept of Riverdale came out and I was like, ooh, Archie. But it's like an angsty, dark drama. Mm -hmm. And now it's a dumpster fire. Yeah, they did. They did fuck up Riverdale. But like these girls seem like
1: real. I feel like it's going to be Riverdale. Hopefully they learn from Riverdale.
0: Because Winx is like fucking sacred and it's a very like no, but see here's the thing mm-hmm. Riverdale like if they learn from Riverdale Riverdale is a success so they could learn that you could do all this trash but just because it has nostalgia attached to it it'll be a success and they could like literally replicate Riverdale oh god I guess the best thing is to like
1: not see it till like you know whether it's good or not yeah and then because like you don't want to ruin something special you know
0: yeah, I don't know. I, I I honestly I have a problem with all of these revivals. I feel like it's just a thankless cash grab. Oh, so true. So true. Dude, I Kali is also getting a revival. I can't,
1: I can't. I feel like oh, I, just I just know some things like rerun the show. Like It's still relevant but like now it's like if we were fans of iCarly, we are gonna see the new iCarly and it's like pulling in different generations which is so fucking smart but also like don't ruin precious things.
0: I hope they like do it well. I don't know. Hmm. The thing is we watched iCarly and stuff like that as kids. But now we're adults and they need to make it more adult. But the problem is... Says the girl
1: who still watches Phineas and Ferb.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay, I feel so attacked. No, but like Phineas and Ferb is a product of its time. They're not going to release more episodes. And if they did, Mm. I don't think they could recapture that magic. Yeah, true, true. Like, okay, take for example, Lizzie McGuire was green-lighted for, like, a revival, and I was actually excited about that, because I loved Lizzie McGuire, because it was about, you know, being a teenager, and I was watching that as, like, a 12-year-old who was going to be a teenager, yeah. and about, it was just relatable. Mm. And they started filming it, and then they suddenly stopped, because they had quote-unquote creative differences, and Hilary Duff begged Disney to sell Lizzie McGuire to hulu Mm. because technically hulu is owned by disney Mm, yeah and she was just kind of like look lizzie is now a 30 year old woman Mm.
1: she needs to
0: have storylines that are more mature yeah yeah and that's the only way we can take lizzie mcguire into 2020 yeah and they just didn't and i was like i kind of agree with her there like i feel like you can't have like a pg show about these 30 year old people
1: no 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 one's gonna watch it like 30-year-olds have different problems. Like, kids aren't gonna get it. And, like, it
0: just... It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I get that. But, see, that's the problem with every revival. Like, That's So Raven has been revived. And I tried to watch it. And I was like, wait, how are they still selling us, like, you know? The same kind of, like, PG life that Mm -hmm. they showed us Mm -hmm. in 2005, now, in 2020. Fuller house. I couldn't fucking watch it. Yeah, Because it was just, like, it doesn't age well. You need to make it more mature. Dude, even, like
1: fucking tom and jerry like the revival like the new tom and jerry's
0: like no ah. that was awful but see that's why i was excited about riverdale because i was like look it's not the exact same thing it's Mm -hmm. like a more dark realistic like look there's a murder okay that makes sense and then they just bungled it by taking it way too far no
1: they did they did well
0: in like the first
1: season i think but that's about it yeah
0: that's because it was, like, one mystery, Jason Blossom's murder. Yeah. And, like, kids trying to figure themselves out. And it was actually, like, decent because there mm-hmm. was, like, character development somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. But it just got really bad. Like, especially now when all these, like, farm cults are there. And then <laughs> they, like, create these new storylines. And then they just never explain it. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. No, but yeah. I just sent you the trailer. Give it a watch. And then let's discuss. So, what do you think? Mm-hmm. It's Riverdale. This is exactly
1: what Riverdale sold us. Honestly, like, I don't get, like, the whole dark and gritty vibe. Like, it doesn't go with what the show is iconic for, which was, like, fashion and colour. It's an entirely different, like, fan base, you know?
0: And... It is. It's just... It's a
1: series at work that trying to revive it from the dead. Yeah, and why do we need, like, this mature remake of this show when, like... The Winx Club was kind of mature, I guess, for that age because it like, dealt with like death and grief and climate change and toxic
0: relationships. Yeah. No, but like, see, I love how you watch the trailer and you just full 180'd your opinion. No, no, this is... A, but why now they're trying to be like, oh, super like indie,
1: magical, like girly show. But it's like... Don't mix all these things.
0: Exactly. It's it's Riverdale. It's a mm. mixing pot of randomness. Things that just don't work. Oh, God. To be honest, like, oh. I don't
1: think I'm going to watch it until, like, I hear the reviews. And if it's shit, like, I don't want I feel watch. like if it does well, we're going to have to
0: review it. We're going to be the people reviewing it, Ashna. If, it, if like, you know, people want I guess that. we'll have to see. <laughs> oh. Anyways, mm. now enough of our, like, angst. But... Yeah, those were our pet peeves. Let's add another one to the list. All these fucking revivals for nostalgia's sake. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Anyways, let's wrap.
1: Yeah, that was a good conversation. I definitely feel more annoyed at things, but maybe that's like a good thing. I don't know.
0: If you're not having a perfect Christmas and you're annoyed with your family or annoyed, you know, with like just the holidays, (laughs) then welcome. We're going to be annoyed with you. Yeah, and if you
1: guys have stuff that y'all are
0: annoyed about, please DM us because we'll share that annoyance. Don't worry. Anyways, have a lovely and safe holidays, everyone. And we'll see you Mm -hmm. in the next episode, aka the last episode Mm -hmm. of the season. And we're also pre-recording these, so uh, (laughs) who knows what's going to happen by then. Oh,
1: God. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.